Welcome to Commission Impossible. I'm Scott Fish, and with me, as always, is Ryan McDowell. We've become known for our commissioning over the years and got together to start a podcast to help other commissioners out, and leagues, I suppose. If you're new to the show, all episodes are evergreen, which means you can go, go and do what many people do and go back and binge them. What we do here is go over listener questions, bad commission stories, interesting league ideas people have sent us, go over some of our own ideas that have become very popular and some ideas that we've just thought of recently that we want to bounce off of uh, each other, basically right in front of you or in your ear holes, I guess. Uh, We answer nearly every single email we get. You can email us at commishpod at gmail.com. Now onto the show. Ryan, it's been it's been a, it's been a week or so. We're we're back to our every other week uh, off season. We we're getting shows in. We're not taking our hiatus anymore. That in season hiatus feels pretty good to be back. I, I'm not gonna lie. I love talking this stuff. I love the off season. Yeah, for sure. It is it is good to uh, get back into the routine. Good to check in on some of these emails, the ideas, the uh the bad commission stories we're getting we're getting all of them and they're good yes Yes. well we we got a couple for you today i think we're gonna these first few episodes at least we're gonna give you a smattering of everything we're gonna get last week uh or two weeks ago i guess it came out we gave you a play a a a league idea and a bad commission story and i think a question and i think that's what we got for you today one of each maybe a couple questions we'll see how we go uh ryan do you want to start with the first one it looks like a league idea that's mostly a playoff league yeah we might be a little late on this but you can store it it away for next year for sure yeah yeah he probably didn't realize that we don't do in season shows so he probably sent it right about uh right before the playoffs were starting yeah this is from steve um and it is a playoff league idea he says um, I've enjoyed extending fantasy football into the playoffs for weeks 19 through 22. The one and done format's a lot of fun, but it's a contest. I like playing in a league where you, where your player is truly your player, no one else's. So of course he's okay. referring to a lot of the playoff league, uh, formats out there. Um, where a bunch of people can have the same players. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Steve says, I tried to come up with a draft format for 2022, but so far it's been complicated. Too often the drafts turned into people trying to stack players from teams they think will make the Super Bowl. I think you're going to think you're going to see that no matter the the format, but we'll see what he came up with. Uh, He calls his league idea 98 special seven teams, 14 player roster. Each franchise can only draft one player from each of the 14 teams. No ads drops, no setting your starting lineup. Best ball scoring for each 14-player roster, most points wins at the end of the season. Yeah, I think uh, this doesn't solve the the question, the equation of stacking up the players that they you think will make it the furthest. But uh, <laughs> Well, he says you can only draft one player from each team, though. So you can only have one bingo. Oh, you can so, only have- so it kind of does, yeah. yeah. You, you're, gonna, you're not going to stack them up, but you're gonna, they're going to have the highest value. The, right, the right. Most teams. Sure, okay. I guess the only problem, I don't know if it's a problem. I'm sure Steve thought of this and, and we've got a little, little bit more to, to look at here, but um, by the end you've got what, I guess every, everybody left Everybody's in the league two players left. has two players left. So yep. yeah, maybe that is a good thing. Yeah. Um. All right. He addresses. Uh, every, yeah. Everybody has the same amount eliminated weekly. Uh, yeah. Interesting. 
Steve addresses some of the uh, possible concerns here. He says, why seven franchises, 14 players? There's 14 playoff teams. If you figure there are seven fantasy-relevant players per team, uh, including kicker and defense, that means there are 98 fantasy-relevant players up for grabs. Uh, 14-player roster, seven owners, comes out to the 98 players, and hence the league name 98 Special. Um, let's see. He says by forcing franchises to draft from every team, every franchise is guaranteed to have an equal number of players. We kind of hit yep. on that ourselves mm-hmm. already. Um, there's nothing in the rules to prevent a franchise from drafting a wide receiver three on a low seeded team, but because of the one player from each team requirement, that would likely only mean that the defense or kicker from that team would not be drafted. I think that's okay. I yeah. would. I agree as well. Yep. Uh, the point of the one player per team requirements to force each franchise to pick players uh, from all teams. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I mean, you, to, on his first note, you could like force requirements. You know, you could reform. You could force. You have to draft one quarterback, one running back, two wide. You could force that. Like. He's talking about more flexible, but you could force, you could enforce that, I suppose. Yeah. And he doesn't say anything about limits in general, at least that I see. I mean, what if you draft, what if you draft four quarterbacks? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I I think there probably would need to be some some type of limit there. I do think Um, this works better with limits. Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea though. Yeah. I like the idea as well. Um, I, I'm sitting here trying to think, could you make this, could you do something like this for in season? And then I thought to myself, it's kind of what fantasy football best ball already kind of is, except for the requirement of having to draft one from each team or whatever. You suppose you could be like one player from each division or something when you draft or something like that. But, um, I do like it. I, I like this. It's a very small league. Um, I think one of the draws of playoff leagues is, you know, getting as many people in it as you can for a large pot. I feel like that's what most playoff leagues are. But if you're just running a, a one-off, um, you, ba- you basically you have to get the draft done in one week. That's, yeah, it's a good buddies league too. Yes, it's a good buddies league. If you have six buddies you want to do it with and you guys can are relatively certain you can do a seven team 14 round draft uh after you know the final week 18 game and before week uh the wild card weekend starts then uh i like it yeah it's it's some coordination there but you can do it oh yeah i I like it as well yeah save that one away for uh for next year yeah I, i i do think yeah that'd be a fun fun one to try um very, very much appreciate it, Steve. I, I do like that idea. So, um, it, I mean, as always, you can go to commissionpod.com and you can search up uh, things that we've talked about in, in previous shows. So uh, if next year you're sitting there going, hey, what was that playoff league idea? You can just go to commissionpod.com and, and throw it in the search like playoff. I'll, I'm sure I'll put, you know, something to do with playoff league. Uh, so you search playoff league and you'll be able to find it um, next year when we're you're setting those up. All right, Ryan, bad commission story. Let's get to it. 
Mitch Firestone. Oh no, it's 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 uh, it's Mitch from Firestone Park, Ohio. I was I was thinking his name was Mitch Firestone, which I thought that's a pretty cool name. It's a good name, yeah. That's a great name, Mitch Firestone. Mitch from Firestone Park, Ohio. That's a, that's the cool name of a city too. I I don't know. Or a park. Maybe he maybe it's a park. Maybe he hangs out in the park. I don't know. <laughs> We don't, we don't know these things. Anyway. <laughs> hey, Scott and Ryan. Love the show, and I appreciate all you guys do. It was fun meeting both of you at the expo this past weekend. Now buckle up because I have a doozy. Actually, I I, rem- I met this guy. I talked to him about this. I, re- I remember this vi- pretty vividly. I remember exactly where I was at the expo, and I remember I was getting pulled around a, a whole lot, but it, he he told me this story, and I I remember telling him to to make sure and email it email it in. Um, nice. uh, hi, Mitch. I do remember you. Um, all right. I have a friend that joined a dynasty league. It was a hundred dollar buy in, uh, mostly among coworkers. He did not work for the company, so he's a bit outside the group. Here is a screenshot of the orphan team he inherited back in 2019. And as you see, Ryan, you know we're on audio. People can't can't see this but it's not terrible for an orphan you know in 2019 it's got cooper cup it's got mike williams noah fant tyree kill michael gallup brandon cooks uh david montgomery aaron jones you know ryan Tannehill. like it's not like i've seen way worse orphans right it definitely could have been worse like that's even in 2019 where some of those players maybe hadn't hit to the level they they have hit now like cooper cup um that even in 2019, like that's not terrible. Like that's that's a, that's got pieces you can deal with. Um, he put in a lot of work, made several trades, talked talked to his buddy throughout the process and and stuff. And uh, no collusion, just rebuilt this team over the over the last uh, couple of years. This is what the team turned into: Tom Brady. James Conner, J.K. Dobbins, Alvin Kamara, Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Nelson Aguilar, Antonio Brown, Will Fuller, Tyreek Hill, Calvin Ridley, Kenny Galladay, Zach Ertz, Irv Smith Jr., Darren Waller. Obviously, those running backs are ridiculous. The, the wide receivers, I mean, he's still got Hill and Ridley. You know, Ridley's a good dynasty asset. At least he's got Waller. Tied to, like, this is a really stacked team. So, And he's got the number one pick overall. He had already re-upped for this next season and was obviously in great shape. And then he gets a notice from the commissioner that he is being removed from the league for making too many ridiculous trade offers. What is what is that, Ryan? Wow. Oh, they uh. removed, yeah, that's <laughs> they had removed two of the managers' contact info uh, in MFL because they said they didn't want any more trade offers from him. They did refund his hundred dollars for year three, but obviously they stole away the team that he'd been rebuilding for two years. Uh, They replaced him with a new manager. And after telling him the new manager will just inherit the team, no changes. Then immediately trades Jonathan Taylor for two second round picks. Um, This is, this is rough. Yeah. I'm trying to see if it's with, it doesn't say if it's with the commissioner, but either way, the new manager clearly makes a terrible trade in in coming in on this new team. Uh, kicked him out outright after two works, two years of work is theft, unless they suspected collusion, which they didn't. 
Um, there's no justification. In his opinion, he didn't like they built such a strong team, brought a new manager on the ground, so they moved Taylor to a weaker team. Oh, that's an interesting thought process that they thought they, they brought in a new team so that they could even out a couple teams. That's even worse. Um, new manager seems terrible, easy to take advantage of. Yeah, this is this is pretty bad <laughs> to 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 pull a pull a guy. I, I mean, part of me can. I mean, this it's a work league, and maybe I do, I, I would like to know if the new guy they brought in was a a work guy. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't. I don't think that explains away anything. I mean, they accepted oh, no. this guy into the league. They knew he didn't right. work in the same yep. office or, or company or whatever. And so, I mean, I, I get the idea of wanting to remove someone because, um, because honestly, just because they're annoying or because they send too many bad yeah. offers. I, I kind of get the reasoning, but yeah, this, this side of what we're hearing is, um, it's it's just unfounded. I mean, it's it sounds like there was no warning. Uh, he obviously was able to build this strong team. So a lot of those, even if he was making some bad offers, a lot of those offers got accepted. Yeah, enough like, to yeah, exactly. It's like he's made he's made some trades, and um, yeah, this this one is pretty ugly. I mean, in the end, I would say just just be glad your friend's not in this league anymore and dealing with, with these guys. But this is, this is pretty Bush league in my opinion. And how many times have we said it before that when you see things like this, there's probably other things that are going to come up either later that, that come up down the road or you'll find out about later, you know, (laughs) that was behind the scenes. Um, Rare. It seems like rarely is the commission have one kind of, off note, you know, like one kind of bad move or, or dirty type of, I wouldn't throw this in dirty, but it's, it's kind of just, it's rude. And it's, it's, it's a bad commission story is what it is. Um, But rarely do they have one, you know, it's rarely one instance. It's usually they pile up if you're in the league long enough. Yeah. That's a good point. There's probably, probably more where this is coming from, but it's, it's frustrating that this would happen. And like I said, I, I kind of get the, I get it from the other side, but there's got to be some kind of warning or mm-hmm. um, a conversation or something, not just yeah. now that you've built this, this killer team, we're taking it away from you. That's, that's obviously wrong. Yeah. Like, I mean, even if you throw it in best case scenario, like what's the best case scenario of this is that, the commissioner, they they work with another guy who wants to play in the league desperately, and this is the one odd man out, and the commissioner goes to the one odd man out, and he's like, I know you've spent years building this team, but it's kind of a work league, and, and we want this work guy in it. And, like, is that the best case scenario? Like, and th- even that's not great. I don't know. No, I, I don't think that's – I don't think that's enough. Um, <laughs> A good enough reason. So I, I'm just trying to think of what could the other side of this story be from the commissioner's angle to sure. even to even make it acceptable. You know. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I think what it would have to be, and when we get these stories, we're always just getting one side, of course. So we're, I think, what you're doing is understandable. Trying to see both sides of it. 
the other the other side of the story would be he's sending multiple bad trade offers every day. Yeah. Or 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 multiple per week. Uh and that does get annoying. It gets frustrating. You don't want that guy, that person in the league anymore. Yeah. Um but that that it that it happened after he built this strong team is is a little yeah. fishy. That's yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna go on a on a side note tangent for my home league here. My home league has been together for like we are entering year 31 this upcoming year. And we had a guy like this. Um he would consistently offer bad trade offers to everybody, but every year he would get one accepted, you know? And yeah. like so every year, like like he would get that one, just that one that you're like, son of a monk. He actually <laughs> is leaving the league this year. It's the first time in over 10 years we're going to have, we're going to need a new owner or, or team manager or whatever. Um, so it's a live draft. It's an all day Saturday live draft. I expect you to be there, Ryan, and take this new, this team. It sounds um, fun. <laughs> it does sound fun. Um, yeah, so we are we are losing that one owner that consistently made the the bad trade offers, and I, 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 he's a friend of ours, but we and we've been friends for twenty plus years, but he he's kind of he's drift. Very few of us talk to him much outside of the league anymore, and nobody is upset he's leaving because of all, all those bad trade offers over the years. So I, I, I do. Yeah, you're right. I do kind of see that. Like not one person is upset that, that he's leaving really. Um, interesting. All right. Next one. We got, we're, we're going to move on to a couple questions. Yeah. Let's do it. We haven't done uh, any questions yet this year. I don't think maybe we did. I don't know. Next one is from Clayton uh, Clayton from, Osage, Iowa. Uh, probably Osage. butchered. Probably butchered that. He's from Iowa. Yeah. Uh, Clayton says I've commissioned a ten-team home league with various friends and family for the past five years. It's an absolute blast. However, I have one player, my brother, okay. who has declined to pay the relatively cheap league fee of twenty dollars. Although he has paid minor payments such as money towards a league trophy and a draft board for offline drafting. Uh, the first few seasons, I let it slide as he'd never done fantasy. Uh, before and would rather get him interested in fantasy then the past two seasons i spotted him the 20 as a birthday present this season we plan on upping to 25 i no longer feel inclined to pay his way for most of us in the league we care more about it being fun and competitive league so the money's just an incentive to stay involved Mm -hmm. and a nice payday if you happen to win on that front my brother stays active and engaged throughout the season regardless of his team standing which is nice considering it's free to him However, it's become increasingly frustrating that he will not pay the league fee like everyone else. What should I do? Mm. First thing, I find it interesting that the the pay-ins are separated. Like he he pays in for like the the draft board and the um, and the the trophy. Like he plays pays those partial payments, but he doesn't pay the league fee. Like wrap all that in one. <laughs> That's true. Maybe maybe that would help this situation as well, other than just making it easier to uh, to, to run the league. Uh, I don't know. It's it's tough to understand the brother's motivation here, uh, especially since he's contributing to the other parts of the league there, like you mentioned. Um, I, I mean, I want to say if he doesn't if he doesn't pay, he doesn't play, right? I mean, that's that's kind of obvious, but in this situation, it's a family league, it's your brother. 
<laughs> like it's too, I I'm I can totally see this. Like I can I can see this with me where like the 20 bucks is worth less than the ha- like worth less than the hassle. Right. <laughs> in some points. So maybe maybe even though it's you're you're increasing the league fees, go ahead Clayton, keep paying keep paying the league fee for him, you know, pay the 25. Hmm. But then at Christmas just take, a, take a picture, print out, print out his team, wrap it up, and that's your present, or that's one of your presents. <laughs> this was your present. I paid for your team this year. Remember? <laughs> that, that's kind of the easy way out. That might cause some some Christmas uh, Christmas drama around the around Iowa. I don't it know. might be funny enough just. And it might get Clayton to start paying the league entry fee if, if that was his Christmas present one year. It was do you think Clayton could just tell his mom? Maybe, <laughs> maybe just maybe just tell tell on yeah, tell on him tell grandma grandma gets mad at him. Um, yeah, the, the other side is just just be more stern with it. Wrap all those up in one. Be like everybody brings this money to the draft, and you and you got to pay. Um, and hound him a little. I I'm gonna guess. Like I've been in this situation with people in my leagues before, where I just didn't hound them. Like I, you know, if if it was a good friend, it was just like, whatever. I don't, you know, I'll I'll cover it this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure you've done that before too, where we've just covered for friends of ours on league entries, and it's 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 not even malicious by Clayton's brother or my friend, uh, my friends that I've done that for. It's just like back of mind or like they just didn't do it or they forgot life is busy. What? Like, I'm sure it's probably not even malicious. I'm just guessing if you throw a couple extra, I don't think he's purposely being like, I need to save this $20. You know, I think it's probably just that he's not pushed enough to get it paid. I guess. I don't know, but I mean, he hasn't paid ever, right? They've been doing this league for five years and he's never paid. So there's a trend here. This is not a one-time he forgot. Yeah. I don't know. I'd, I'd go the Christmas present route. If, yeah. Unless you, unless you want to have, you know, have some drama and, and <laughs> basically just push the issue and, and make him pay uh, or kick him out. Yeah. And I think, yeah. <laughs> Christmas present route is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, we're a long ways from Christmas and, uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna think this is gonna come up, but yeah, just just try to hound him a little more. And if he doesn't pay this year, uh, do do the do the. But he does say in here that he spotted him the twenty as a birthday present. You know, hey, there so, you go, perfect. So, so, so like, he's, he's already kind of kind of started that. It works. Yeah, it's it, and it's it it works, but it also doesn't seem to have worked in pushing Clayton's brother to actually pay um I, I think you just got to push the issue more and i don't know i i do like the christmas idea if he doesn't somehow pay this year after you've pushed him more you gotta do the christmas <laughs> christmas thing <laughs> as you open your presents you print out that that team yep. screenshot of the team and perfect uh right. last question from uh justin from mississippi uh i i found this one interesting because I, I don't think i've ever um, ever seen this done before. Um, All right. Don't know that if this has been done before, uh, done to this extreme at least, but we started our Hot Sauce Listener League this week. Um, this is at Run DFF. He's the Hot Sauce Podcast. Yeah. You know? um, 
We will be drafting everyone's future firsts instead of automatically one's own. So in the startup, we will be selecting 2022 and 2023 first. This was obviously last summer. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a 2021 startup, and they were drafting 2022 and 2023 first. And then in next year's rookie draft, we will include the 2024 firsts to be selected with rookies. As we're writing this, we have not had future first selected, but everyone is anticipating organic trash, trash talking, et cetera. Um, this is really interesting because I'm used to the drafts where you include the next year's first. That that happens. But in this, they're doing it every year. So there's no incentive to tank your team because you might not own your future first because those future picks were drafted the year before. Yeah, if, if you're going to tank your team, if you're going to even use uh, the productive struggle strategy, you better make sure you get your own first. Yeah. Um, and, that, it, it, and, it and here's the thing. Not- do you not do you draft other people's firsts? That's that was my first question when I read this. Do you draft do I draft Ryan McDowell's first or am I drafting legitimately the 2024-101? You know, so like there there's you should always be going for it in that format. Well, maybe not. I don't know. But you know what I'm saying, right? Like are yeah, you drafting and X teams first or are you drafting the 101, the 102, 103 in each draft? I'm going to guess it's that. No, I, th- I don't think it's that. I think you're drafting because he mentions the uh, organic trash talk that would be created by the league. I think oh, you're yeah. drafting, sure. you yeah. know, if we're, if we're four rounds in and I think you've had a horrible draft so far, I, I might grab your future first rounder. Yes. And yep. I think that, you're right now that uh, I actually like both of those methods. They're kind I, of interesting either way. Yeah. But I think you're right. I think that's what he's saying. Well, obviously drafting the specific picks um, it, it is a little easier, right? I mean, if I'm drafting the 2023-101, I don't have to figure out who's, you know, whose team is good or bad. Right. I don't have to do any of that projection. And nobody cares how you finish. It, you don't even care at all how you finish each year. Right. You already know you have the 101. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I think both both options uh, would be fun, would be interesting. But what I, what I think Justin is saying here, drafting picks from specific teams uh, just, just adds that, that extra wrinkle that he kind of alluded to there, which I love. Um, I I don't know if I've seen it done before. I think I do remember some talk uh, about, about it last off season. It might've been from, from Justin or it, Right. It might've been from that actual league that, that hit my timeline or, or maybe someone else uh, came up with the same idea, but um, I've never done it, but it it sounds, sounds like a fun idea to me. Yeah, it it does. It does sound kind of awesome. And and this is one of those that we bring up here because, you know, maybe someone listening is like, Ooh, I would like to do that in my dynasty league where, uh, and I think both of those methods would work. I, I think both of those methods sound pretty, pretty intense and fun. Um, it, it's it's very cool. I, I, like I don't have any thoughts on it. Like I don't I don't know. I can't like any like pros and cons to it because I mean they're they're doing it. They they might have noticed some, but on the surface, I I don't see I don't see anything good or bad. Like that that glaringly stands out. It's just a new different way to play that adds a different strategy and maybe some organic trash talk. And I, 
I love it. I think it's I think it sounds cool. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh that's yeah, 27 minutes. Let's just call it. Thank you for that question, Justin from Mississippi. Uh and your story, Mitch from Firestone Park, not Mitch Firestone, but Mitch <laughs> from Firestone Park, uh, Ohio, I believe. And also Steve for your uh, playoff league idea. Uh, that's that's all. That's you know we're we're 20, 27, 28 minutes in. Let's, let's call it a day on this episode, Ryan. Uh, remember, go to commissionpod.com if you want to search for any old uh, shows or whatever. You can find us on all, all the all the places uh, where you can find podcasts. Try to give us a five star review. We we kind of like that. That that at least helps. Um. One other thing I was going to mention, commishpod at gmail.com is where you can send in your stories, your questions, your your uh, league ideas, stuff like that. Uh, our newsletter, you can subscribe to the newsletter off of commishpod.com. We'll have a new one um, on the off weeks of the the you know audio episode, the podcast. On the off weeks, it, it might not be the same Tuesday morning drop each week, but on the off weeks from the podcast, you'll, you'll get a fun little newsletter or whatever. Um, this, this is uh, getting long at the end here. So <laughs> tell your friends, tell your league mates, tell your commissioners about our show. You can follow me on Twitter at Scottfish 24, follow Ryan on Twitter at Ryan MC 23. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.